Welcome to Student of the Game Podcast, where we help you master the fundamentals, fall in love with practice, and win at the game of life. I'm your host, Brad Knoll. Welcome to the classroom. Welcome to another episode of Student of the Game Podcast. And I got to be honest here, Charity Middleton, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Brad. I'm honored right, to be so- here. Well, good. So here's the deal. Here's what you don't know. So I love feedback. You do know that. I love feedback. I love coaching. I love love, uh, just getting better. And so I have gotten so many great reviews about people loving the podcast. They love the guests. But the one negative, you know what the one feedback is that I'm getting this negative? What's that? I need more female bosses on the show. Too many guys, not enough (laughs) <laughs> Not enough women talking about how awesome they are. So um, there's nobody I'd like to have first other than you when it comes to females that are just crushing it in business and in life and with your family. So Charity, let's get, let's get right into it. Who's Charity Middleton? Where are you from? And how did you get to being a successful realtor? Oh, man. A lot of steps, I suppose, in between. I don't think I grew up thinking I was going to be a real, a real estate agent. It's not where it started. Not many people but, do, by uh, the way. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I am from a small town in Northeast Indiana. It's called Howe, Indiana. Howe Military School is what a lot of people know that town for. I grew up there. I, I lived on a lake for a while and then lived in town in Howe. And then I went to Lakeland High School, which is in LaGrange. Played sports there, was a three-sport athlete, all the fun things in a small town. Um, And then ended up here in Fort Wayne. I went to the University of St. Francis where I played basketball there. And I have a, I went to school for a business degree. So I have a business degree, um, business administration. And then I also have a sports sports management minor because I thought I was going to be a sports agent. Yeah, I do. I did some fun things with that too. Like I some a fun internship with the Comets. That's who I did. I did like sports, like the promotions and marketing stuff. So I know like, like the back, all the back doors and the back ways in the Coliseum from (laughs) my time working with the Comets. It was so fun. Get all my friends into the games and stuff and like have them do all the promotional stuff. It was, that was fun. Um, And then I, after I graduated, I went um, really quickly. I took maybe a semester off and went right into getting my MBA. So I also have an MBA from St. Francis. So, and obviously, the listeners can tell why you are amazing. So, like three sport athlete. First of all, I did not know that. I knew basketball, and I knew maybe something else. But what three sports you play? Yeah, I played volleyball and softball and basketball. So I played volleyball hitter, to get libero spiker. Oh no, man! I've, they didn't have the libero back when I played, okay. but I'm pretty sure that's what I would have been. Um, okay. <laughs> I was back row. I loved to, I loved to, that was probably at that age, the only real sport that I loved to play defense in. So, you know, <laughs> hey, I, I, I can relate. I get that. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but then so um, me, yeah, about, softball and basketball. So, so tell me the family dynamics then. So like, what did everybody in the family play sports? Was it just you? Like how did, how did you get pushed into to playing these sports and, and where did you find the love and eventually play college basketball? Yeah. No. Um, my brother played football. So I have an older brother. Um, his name's Greg and he is, we're all, we're all pretty spread apart. So my brother is 
I might screw this up. I, he's five or six years older than me. I feel like I lose track of age. And then I have a younger sister, um, Charla, and she is five years younger than me. Um, so I'm the middle child. I honestly, it's not like my parents were really into sports or anything. I I was just this tomboy growing up and was always playing playing outside with the boys. And I played, my big thing when I started when I was younger, I played baseball. So I was the first girl in our town to play baseball with all the boys. And so that was, and I was pretty decent, pretty good. And so oh it was God. fun. I never played softball until I was a freshman in, in high school. It's the first time I ever played softball, fast pitch softball. It's the first time ever. Back then they were like, yeah, you're not allowed to play the boys sports. Like now I think you yeah. probably can. And I, I don't want to get into that, but so you were a yeah, baseball right. player but <laughs> you get in high school and it's like, well, now I'm going to play softball now and I'm just going to crush it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was a starting, I started, I was starting second baseman as a freshman and then I was shortstop throughout. And I was probably naturally, naturally that was probably my best sport, honestly, but I loved basketball. Um, so I, I mean, I, played basketball, just, I really started getting into basketball, probably like in really into it in middle school, but I started playing in fifth or sixth grade, which you and I both know having kids that play basketball is really like late, late to start. Um, and yeah, not just the way I played was I just would go out. One of our neighbors had a hoop and they let me shoot and I did that. And then all the boys were outside and I played. So I mean, there was nothing really organized about it. It was just like, I just liked to be outside and I was a tomboy playing sports with really all the boys. So. I mean, I, I love that. I, I think you know, I talked to my kids today and I'm like, you know, the thing is missing right now in, in youth sports, especially basketball, as I tell Delaney, you know, there needs to be more one-on-one. Like you just need to throw the ball out, get some friends together and just go play one-on-one, yeah. beat each other up. You know, if you score, you stay kind of thing. So it puts a premium on defense. And I think, you know, this isn't a sports podcast per se, but you know, my journey is I learned almost everything about business through playing sports. And and I can say a lot about you and, and where you're at in your business. And we're going to get to that because there's a, a long long, long resume here with Charity Middleton. But, you know, I, I think, you know, if we take that same concept into the fact that you weren't afraid, you just went out and you play with these boys, you didn't know any different. And you really sharpen your skills. And to me, like, you know, on our team, like you're, you're one of the leaders on our team. And I truly believe the way we get better is when we challenge each other. You know, when, when you say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm not going to let my limiting beliefs, I'm not, not going to let my history or my background or who I am, you know, be my identity. I'm actually going to go and compete against people that I don't even know that I'm not supposed to be competing against, right? And and all of it is just to help make yourself better. And that's what this podcast is about. It's not competing against others. It's about how can we get better ourselves? And, you know, you saw that at a young age and it carried over into college. So I am I had to go to the Google just to get some fact checking here, but did you score over 1,300 points in college? I don't know. Did I? I mean, uh. yeah, I... I guess. I don't know. I, I'm definitely in the thousand point club. I don't know where I ended up um, at St. Francis. And so, yeah, I mean, I was a, I was a four-year starter. And, um, you know, when I came in there, I, I came into a, I came from a high school situation where we were really good. We had an awesome team and won a lot of games and it was fun. Every team I've been on, including now is just, we win, like we win and it's fun. It's fun to win. Everybody loves to win. And I was blessed with always being a part of really awesome teams where we won a lot of games, you know, when we lost, you felt it, right? Like it was like this, like, oh my gosh, you lost. Like, I guess I've always been the person to 
try to look back on what like that felt. I didn't like how that felt. Like, how can I not feel like that again? Like, what do I need to do to, to fix that? Um, so yeah, no, I did. I did at St. Francis. We had a, oh my gosh, we had an awesome program at St. Francis and we had, we had a great, amazing team and probably all the girls, many of the girls that I play with in those years were thousand point scorers because we scored a lot of points. It was fun basketball. So so, so I'll, I'll say this, I, I did, I, I feel like this is accurate, but when you graduated, you may or may not know this, when you graduated, I think you were the fifth all-time leading scorer at St. Francis. There's been oh, some really? girls come, there's been some girls come after you, but fifth all-time. Now, first of all, again, I'm gonna have to just keep repeating this. This is not a sports podcast. I don't only bring Hall of Famers on the show, but <laughs> out of the three women that have been on this show, two of them have played basketball and both of them are in the Hall of Fame somewhere. So... Tell me about that a little bit. Hall of Fame or, or jersey retired or what, what's going on in high school? Oh, I'm not. I'm. I have not had my jersey retired. No, but I. I actually you should. Am Anybody from different... listening to this, Lakeland, you need, you need to. You need to put that jersey up. <laughs> yeah, I am in the Hall of Fame at Lakeland and at St. Francis. So, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, that was a a couple years back for Lakeland um, that you know I was nominated and I was nominated by my. Um, you know, she was my high school basketball coach and like a great mentor to me, Coach Coach Severson, Sherry Severson, who's still there. Um, she doesn't coach anymore now. She's just teaching. And um, she was my basketball coach and my softball coach and just an amazing woman and um, just a big influence in my life. So it was pretty cool to be nominated by her and like just have all my family come and be a part of all that. And it's just like the whole small town feel and like going back and you see all the friends that are still in that community that just remember so much and about how much fun that was. And, um, it, that was just a, that was a really fun time. I mean, there's challenging times through all of that. I, I experienced some, some rough, some bumps during that time in my life, but like, I just was so blessed to have some really awesome people around me to, to help mentor me and guide me and encourage me through some of the tough stuff. So. Well, so I, I want to make sure people hear this because, you know, one of the things that, you know, Lindsay and I try to teach our kids is, you know, adversity is the best teacher there is, you know, but in order to be able to get through things, you have to go through other things. So people look at charity and you're one of the top producers in our, in our marketplace. Um, I think behind you is the poster of your real producers cover <laughs> magazine. Go ahead for those watching on YouTube. Um, and, I know. And so I was you, telling you, Brad when I came in here, I, I'm like... I seriously wear more uh, different outfits, but I love a good blazer. And apparently it's... Hey, I, <laughs> rock it. If that, I mean, that's you. That's you, right? I wear the same black yeah. t-shirt every day. Uh, so uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I want to make this point though, because people look at charity as this successful business person, successful mom, kids are successful, husband's successful. Like success is, is who you are. You're a winner. But what have been some of the... You said you had some road bumps. What are some of the road bumps you've had? Because I think what's really important for listeners is for them to understand, like you don't get to just sit on the mountaintop you know, where, where true growth happens is in the valley, like all vegetation grows in valleys. And so what are some of the valleys that you've had, you know, whether it's been through sports, through family, through school, through basketball, through whatever that's helped you get to where you are today? So, you know, I know a lot of people have been through like injuries and things like that. And I thankfully never had to deal with any of those big, big obstacles. But, um, you know, I, I, I had mentioned when I really became, um, connected and into basketball was when I was in middle school. And, um, so in seventh grade, um, so I'm seventh grade, I'm 13 years old and my dad 
my dad died when I was 13. So, um, so it was a, that was a, obviously a very big deal for our entire family. And, um, I, uh, basketball was like, it was just like my therapy, you know, it was, it was what I did. Like, yeah, being 13, I mean, what a time, right? Like that's a tough time of life to have something big like that happen. And I wasn't great at sharing my feelings or, you know, like, you know, uh, they wanted me to talk with people and do those things. And, and I just didn't, I, I wanted to go play basketball and just get in a gym. So I had a really awesome person come into my life. That was a coach that was there for me and allowed me to go do that when I needed it. So his name's Tom You've Sheets. You've had a lot of success in your life. Away, and, and yeah, you've had a lot of success in your life, but you you acknowledge the the coaches and the people that have been there for you. And um, you know, I don't I don't want to go through all of them because you know, even to this day, you know, in our real estate business, like you're somebody that you know you've been doing this over a decade, and you've had coaches in your business. You've had coaches in your business. Like you are a coach. You coach a lot of our team members. You know, you you get them rallied up. And and who who are some of the the coaches in your life that you know really made the difference? And and uh, you know, maybe that you still have relationships with. Yeah. I mean, so actual coaches, but I also want to touch on the fact that like my family, like I would say, you know, in that point in my life, my brother, my brother's a big deal. He's a big part of my life at that, at that age. I mean, he was 18 going into his senior year, had plans to go to college, going to Indiana state. And he did go, but then he shifted his plans and he came back and he needed to be there for me and my younger sister. So he, and he always made sure I had the best shoes, you know, I was geared up, it had all the things, like he really took care of me and like showed up for me and made sure that, you know, there was not a reason that I wasn't attending a camp or doing things because he, he was there because my mom, my mom is another one. My mom had to work so hard. She was a single parent. She busted her butt. Like she worked very hard and provided for us and things that, I never realized when I was that age, like as a mom now, like, oh my gosh, I have so much respect for that. You know, mm-hmm. she, we always had everything. I, I never really knew that we didn't have a lot, um, but it wasn't easy. I mean, she was, she'd be at work at 4am and gets home at, you know, we had dinner on the table every day at 4.30, you know, and then it was, she just, she made everything work. And um, behind the scenes that do, doing things that I just didn't know. So, you know, so I say coaches, so I, I just want to mention my family. I think that's such a big part. That's awesome. But then in terms of coaches, like, it's just like, you know, you navigate life and you have these people that kind of come in and out and I just, everybody has a story, right? Like everybody has a story and just the, all these people who have been a part of my story, I'm just, just really grateful for. Um, like I mentioned in junior high, it was um, his name was Tom Sheets, and he was my seventh grade basketball coach. And he thought I could play at Tennessee. <laughs> he was <laughs> the biggest supporter ever, believed in me, um, and just encouraged me. And probably one of the first people in my life to um, make me think really big and like college, because no one else in my family that I had witnessed or, you know, had gone to college and graduated. So going through what we did, I knew that my mom, my mom's a single mom working so hard. Like, I don't know what kicked in during that time frame. I don't, I don't understand it. But like, I know I, I had Coach Sheets that was saying what I could do and, and how great I could be. And I was like, I want to play in college. Yeah, that's what I want to do. That's how, that's how I'm going to go to college. I have to get a scholarship. 
so that's really like his voice was a big part of um, my journey and, and me dedicating a lot of time and effort into that. So him, and then from there, I transitioned into my co- coach Severson. Sherry Severson was such a huge um, part of the part of my process too. She's softball, basketball coach, awesome teacher. She was a boss. I mean, just like great in the community and just so, you know, just a lot of respect for her. And she helped make connections along the way for me to get to, you know, different camps, like exposure camps and things like that, um, that I wouldn't have had the ability um, to get to on my own without help from her and Coach Sheets. So that they were just really big. And, um, and then from there, so I the other person I really want to mention is, um, you know, I, I get my, my opportunity to play basketball in college and, um, a person that was huge, huge part of my life throughout that was my coach in college. And his name is Bruce Patterson. And he was, he really like the way he approached our team. I'd again, never had somebody in my life that was, he was business. He's like, this is, we're here to win. Um, we're here to prepare. We prepare to win. You're, you guys don't realize this, but you really have a talented team. You have something special here, and you're going to have a big target on your back all the time. Everyone, everybody's going to be coming for you. Everybody's going to be preparing for you, circling their, your game on the schedule. So, you know, you got to step up and you got to be willing to put in the work and the time and just so many things, so many lessons from Bruce along the way that he was just a, a big part of my journey. So. Well, you, I, I forgot, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. You're a three-sport athlete. You've played in high school. You played in college. Like you, every everywhere you turn, you have coaches in your life. I can't imagine the coaching that your boys get at home or maybe even Seth. So all of those coaches <laughs> that have impacted your life come out. And I know they come out in your real estate career. And I want to transition a little bit into, you know, what do the fundamentals look like for you? And the thing that I admire so much about you is, is your balance, you know, your balance between, you know, your family and your work. And that is so tough to do. So um, I want to talk a little bit about your real estate career because I know your background has has prepared you for where you're at now. Uh, but before we talk about your career, do, do you have any feedback or do you have any wisdom you can share with people? Let's say they haven't had that athletic experience. Let's say they're, I don't know, 25, 35, 45. They're, they're switching gears. They're changing. They could be retired. They don't have the experience you do and you've been coached all of your life. They may, they may be listening right now saying, well, I didn't have the opportunities charities had. Therefore, I can't do what charity's doing. How does somebody get those opportunities? Well, I think in whatever field that you're in, you've got to, well, you have to find the experience, right? Like go find those people that have had, that know what winning looks like and go sit down with them and have coffee and learn and ask questions, you know? And like, if that's something you want to do, you've got to, you've got to find somebody um, that can help you with their experience and knowledge and then lean into it and don't be uncomfortable to ask questions. Um, because that, I mean, that, that's where it comes from. I mean, so even me getting into real estate, like when I got into real estate, I'm going to go ahead and say that you also have been one of my coaches. I mean, you've been a big part of my career and where I'm at. And, um, I know this not, this isn't about you, but you are a part of my, you're a part of my journey. So I definitely want to make sure that I talk about that. I mean, um, prior to, I do have a business coach now. I mean, really before I got to that point, I mean, listen, I, I say, if, you know, you ask me that question, like, what would somebody do? Like, go align yourself with 
who you think is really good at what you want to do. And that's what I got to do when I was working with you. You know, from day one, I was able to come in. And at that point, well, well, you're 20 years in now. So you're 10, 11 years in at that point, And I'm just getting going. You know, that's where I'm at. So my gosh, like, but you had such a great business and such great ideas and, and how you were doing what you're doing. And you're, listen, we're all so much better now where we're at now, but when we started, um, but you were, um, is such a big influence in, in my career and believing in me. Like you just, I was very much not, I didn't really believe that like real estate was right for me. And you, you know, you just reminded me of, all the connections in the past and the the prior jobs and things that I've done and the and the because of that my database the the people that I knew that I I was like oh yeah like yeah I I do have a lot of connections here and um you know and and so I think that you've done a you've done a great job with that with me so when I get the opportunity when new agents come into our office you know, to remind them of those things. Like I, I, I go back to that with you. I mean, I started with what I feel is the best team in the business, and I've had, I've had no desire to go anywhere else. I mean, we we hear other stories of other agents that have had different experiences, and you know, I've just have not had those. I've had such a great, um, a lot of growing pains. You know, like it's not been the, it's not the easy. This is not the easiest business in the world, right? And so, you've got to have a threshold for pain. You need to be able to um, get up when you get knocked down because that, I mean, that's life in general though. Um, and I think it's, so. I think it's oversold a little bit, but it's true because you have to have a strong why. I'm going to go back. You, you mentioned that you're, you're first getting into real estate. So, so first of all, here's what we do know. Kids don't wake up. Most kids don't wake up when they're young and say, I want to be a realtor when I'm older. <laughs> right. Like it's usually a fireman, policeman, teacher, nurse, like, right. It's the things that really matter in life. And uh, nobody wakes up saying, I want to be a realtor. However, most people, okay, I'm going to put myself here on the chopping block. Most people get into real estate because they had a bad experience with their realtor. So I helped Charity and Seth with their home. They moved. And then all of a sudden, Charity's thinking to herself, if this clown can do it, I can do it, <laughs> right? I mean, that's kind of how it started. But I want to I bring the audience up to where we're at today. So in Charity's 11th year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in going Charity's into my, yeah, 11th season. Yeah, yeah, going okay, into well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so first of all, I'm Phil Jackson, and I, I'm coaching all stars here. So obviously, if Charity's an all star, <laughs> I'm a better coach. You know, when I'm around all stars, so Charity's an all star. But she started off, and I remember this. You started off, and the, one of the first questions you asked me is, you said, "Do I have to work on Fridays? Fridays are for the lake. Fridays are for my family." Like I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna build a business and then miss seeing my family. And so I think the reason that I know you need to talk to a lot of people here is because there's so much mom guilt. There's so much, you know, am I, am I giving everything in my business in this busy season of my family? Am I giving everything to my family in this busy season of my business? And that's something I admire about you that you've never wavered from that. Now your days off may change as your business changes, as your kids get older. But the thing that I respect so much about you is you knew exactly why you were doing this business. And you still have stayed true to that. So thank you for being a leader in our industry because in this industry, too many people work seven days a week and they just try to think about the money and the sales and whatever it is. You've always held true to that fundamental belief. So if you're listening to this and you're local or you're not local, if you're a realtor, if you're not a realtor and you're just struggling with that family life balance, that work family balance, reach out to Charity. 
she seriously is a trusted advisor. She can talk you through how she did it. And I know you've had a lot of coaches in your life, but let's just talk about this. I don't think you knew I was going to do this. Over Uh-oh. 300 homes sold. Over $65 <laughs> million in production. And when I asked Charity to be on a podcast, she's like, I have no idea why you're going to ask me to be on this podcast. I have no... Listen, Charity's at the lake and killing it in her business. You are a queen when it comes to balancing the work-life balance. How do you do it? Let's talk about all the behind the scene things. How do you pull that off? Your husband travels, your kids are into sports. You and I run in, into each other in the gym when our kids are practicing every once in a while. How do you balance it all? Oh man. Um, it, it's funny. Um, I, my best friend Shannon would tell you, I'm not that organized of a person. I can feel that way. Like I feel a little scattered and she helps me like, like, listen, it takes a village, right? Like I have people in my life that in our family that really help us. But, um, you know, just over, over time it's been, it is, it's, it's a, it's about like our family and our boys. And like, we love the lake. We love to travel and do things. And, um, I didn't have any desire to get into something that would take away from that. Um, so figuring out the, the balance, I mean, honestly, Brad, it's not like I have a secret. I don't have this secret potion on how we make it all work. It's just, I do my best to plan for each week. I mean, just to be ahead of it, like just for the week. And, you know, it's, it's like that, the Sunday night meeting, like, okay, all right, Seth, where are you at this week? You know? And so we, we work together on that. Like if he's traveling, like, okay, he's traveling and I'm supposed to have a listing appointment that night and Carter has practice and Cooper, well, shoot, what are we going to do with Cooper? Who's watching Cooper? <laughs> you know, like those are just all the things like at the beginning of the week that I just have to go through and plan for and um, r- just prepare, right? Um, so as much as I prepare for my week with my business, I prepare for my week with my family with what their schedule is. And if you looked at my Google calendar, it's like got a lot of colors on it and it's pretty overwhelming. <laughs> well, you just said, but, time out, you, time out. Yeah. you just said you're not organized. Like to me, if you have a colorful <laughs> Google calendar, come on, give yourself some credit. So this is what Charity does I've all the time. There. She's a rock star. She's amazing. <laughs> she's a leader of our team. And then she still doesn't feel like she's enough. She still doesn't feel like she's doing it right. I'm going to, I'm going to go to a quote that we talk about a lot. And it's, it's, you actually can get more flexibility when you introduce structure into your life. So what I heard you say, Charity, that a lot of people, I know when I was starting off, I did not do this, but we're doing it now and and we're thriving. It doesn't feel like it. And so what you just said was Sunday night, you're organizing your week, you're organizing your calendar, you're figuring it out because guess what? Chaos is normal. Like on Tuesday, when when six people in your family of four have things going on and you don't know what's happening because somebody's got two or three things in one night, it's chaos but you're managing it because you've put that structure in your business. You put that structure in your life. And now it's given you the flexibility to live in that chaos. And hopefully without missing those Sunday night meetings, you don't get the overwhelm that a lot of people experience. Yeah. I mean, that's been definitely helped a ton. Like it hasn't always been that way, but it's just had to get that way with, as we've been, you know, just becoming more busy as a family. Um, it's just, it does, it helps tremendously. And it, and it does relieve a lot of anxiety for me because I will, you know, I can remember having those moments where you make up, wake up in the middle of the night, like, oh man, 
oh, I'm supposed to do that tomorrow. Like I need to write that down. I have to write that down before I go to sleep or I can't go to sleep, um, which I still have those moments. But for the most part, like that structure has been, a, has been a big deal. Like that, you know, laying out what's going on and being prepared for all those things it is huge. And you, yeah, it is chaos and things change, but like at least having some sort of a baseline for what, what kind of is coming at you for the week is a good thing. So I think it's like a matter of, you know, we've talked about, working on your business and working in your business, right? So um, those are the things when I'm doing the planning and everything and think that's when I'm working, I'm working on my business, you know, so that I can in the moments have the blocked out time to be in my business. It's, you know, which we try our best with what we've set up here with how us agents run our businesses. Um, you know, we're, we're showing homes, we're listing homes, we're negotiating deals, right? Like that's mm -hmm. where I want to be spending the majority of my time in my business. And I know that I have about with my day, like honestly, where I'm in my business, um, like straight up hours that I can be like multiple hours in a row. It's, it's a good, like 10 to two, you know, like if I'm talking about the structure of my day, like I, I work out in the mornings, um, you know, I, we get the, we get the kids up, start school, work out in the morning. And I schedule my day to really start with any appointments at like 9.30 or 10 a.m. Like, and then to end by three, because I got a three, we got pickup. Got to be there for, you know, Cooper gets off the bus, got to get Carter. Um, you know, is that you today, Seth? Is that me? You know, we have that all figured out. And then after that, then it kind of goes the round two, right? So then you go through your practices and all those things. And then it's not an every night thing. I, I have blocked out a couple of nights a week where if I have to go to a listing appointment or show homes, um, you know, that's blocked out in my week. And um, I make sure that that time is there. It's not always used, but I, but I make sure that that time is available to do those things as well. So yeah, the, um, the structure has really helped. Um, unbelievable. So yeah, this, this is coming from somebody that doesn't think that they're organized. I think what you just like go back and re-listen to what you just said for like the last two minutes. You're you're pretty organized, and I think a lot of people are are jealous out there, or or at least they're picking up some tips and, and some clues. Time out. Student of the game is brought to you by Null Team Real Estate. Our mission is to eradicate mediocre real estate transactions. On your largest financial purchase, you shouldn't have to deal with average. We do this by helping you save time, reduce your stress, and helping you keep as much money in your pocket as we can. You can help us out by introducing us to your friends or family who want to make confident real estate decisions, whether buying, selling, building, or investing. At Knoll Team Real Estate, we are connected to a group of realtors who sell one in every eight homes in North America. If you know someone moving out of your area, there's a great chance we can connect them to somebody we know, like, and trust. Remember, relationships win. Now back to the show. I, I want you specifically to talk to, and I'm going to say the women, and I don't want to stereotype here, but men versus women. The majority of women that I know have a hard time asking for help. And you mentioned a couple people, you know, ha have helped. You have family stepping in. This is the first year you've had help in your business. Yes. Talk about bringing on your sister, Charla. She's, she's a rock star. Uh, talk yeah. about her a little bit and talk about what that's meant for your business. Um, and, and the reason I'm asking you to talk about this is because I've seen firsthand, I have a front row seat to your business and your life and I love watching it because I can see the growth. And growth doesn't always mean you're having your best year ever. Like it's okay not to have your best year ever, but still 
bask in the fact that you're getting better. You're, you're a better leader. You're a better business person. Talk about Charla and what that's done for your business and kind of how you're, you're adding another level of service to your clients. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's been great. I mean, that's having Charla around, like, you know, you and I have talked about, she doesn't know about this. So her listening to this might be the first time she knows. I mean, probably for the past couple of years, um, you know, like, yeah, charity, you know, an assistant that would help you so much, so much. And I'm like, okay, well, I know I'd like it to be my sister. I've always thought that, you know, um, but it's just a matter of like, me being ready for it, having the time to then put into her, like I've got a trainer and prepare her and she has to have the time. So it's it just, this past year has been, it's been the perfect time or both her girls are now in elementary. Um, and so she's got time during her day. And, um, and it was, you know, like a lot of times people are like, oh my gosh, how do you work with your sibling or whatever? And we just do, like we work really well together. She is so creative. And um, I have a lot of ideas. I don't always have a ton of execution. And so it's been really great with her where, um, you know, I can throw things at her and then she is putting things together and she's helping me with, you know, I'm doing different things this year with my business that I haven't been able to do, but I've always had the ideas to do in terms of just really like staying connected to my database. Um, That's a hard thing, you know, like, you know, did you say over 300 homes sold? Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did, yeah. So that's, yeah, I didn't realize that. But all so those that's families a lot out of there, right? No, hold on, hold on. If you're a client <laughs> of Charities right now, share this episode because you should be so proud of your realtor. Like share this episode right now. Charity's helped over 300 families in, in her career, okay? She needs, she needs you guys to introduce her to more people so that she can continue and go be the best realtor, helping you become a confident homeowner you can be. And here's what I'm hearing. In, in, you've been, been doing this over a decade. Most people think when you're brand new, you have all this time, you should be able to serve your clients really well. But no, when you're brand new, there's all these ideas and there's like you're chasing two rabbits and you're not catching any of them. And now here you are in season 11. You have an amazing rock star sister, Charla, who comes in, helps you with your business. Now you're pouring more life into your clients than you've ever been able to do before. Yeah. Yeah. That's been so cool. Like, so yeah, that's the thing. So, you know, like she helps me. It's so, and that's one of the fun things, right? Like, obviously the, the, one of the best things about what we get to do is like, we get to be a part of one of the biggest moments in someone's life. Like it doesn't matter the price point or what it is. It's just like everybody's home is their castle, right? Like that's not what it's about, but it's like, it's a big deal what we get to help people with. And like, I, I am like so grateful to the people that allow me to come into their life and do that, you know? And so um, to stay connected to them is like, I, I have not been the best at, you know, being able to do that all the time, but like bringing Charl on and will really allows me to do more of that and just make sure to do those little touches with people, send them a birthday card, send them a home anniversary card, um, you know, like remember birthdays and just like life stuff, like events, like, you know, people change jobs, people grow their families, like all these things that people do in their lives, which... I genuinely, I, I care about that. You know, like what we do is not just about a transaction. It's, it's not, it's about digging in and having those relationships and 
relationships win, as as we say. Oh, and you so, beat me to it. You beat I me did. to it. Relationships win. Now hold on. So yeah. so we help people yeah. with their homes, but but you're helping people with their hearts also. Tell me about the last client event you just had. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was fun. Um, so like, this you know was your, you know your realtors goaded. <laughs> I'm gonna say goaded because that's what the kids say. You know your realtors goaded when this is a type of of an event that she puts on for her clients. Yeah, so this has been this was fun. So I'm looking forward to being able to do more things like this um, with within my database throughout you know the up- upcoming years. But um, because I had Charla on board to help me organize this, have you know had the the, the fun idea to have we did like a CPR event, um, and it was in February. I think it was in February. Uh, matters matters of the heart is what we had called it. And I have an awesome friend um, and client named Allie Russell, and she has a business called Summit City CPR. If anybody needs to get their recertifications, reach out to Allie, you can do that. Um, but she does a lot of training for companies. And, you know, Allie and I talked about this, just we've been talking about it for years. Like, oh my gosh, that would be so fun and so great. Like what a way, like there's so many moms out there and so many parents that are like, I mean, we just haven't done the CPR thing that, you know, training, like in a moment, like, oh my gosh, like a lot of people have pools. I have a pool and I had not actually been CPR certified. So I'm like, this would be so valuable. At least that was my thought. Like, I really think people would get something from this. I I really want to do this. I want to host this event and invite a bunch of ladies in and have some wine and, you know, just have that community, but then also provide value by bringing in an awesome, fun trainer and alley to show everybody how to do that. And it was awesome. It was so fun. And everybody walked away from that event, like, you know, just really grateful. Like, what an awesome idea. That was so fun. And so, yeah, it was, it was a fun if, event to do for everybody. Are, so sorry to interrupt. If, if your realtor's not helping you save lives, like, you need to switch to charity. Like, so, so here's, here's, I want to talk to the business owners here for a second. So you're hearing these events, you're hearing everything. If you have a business, if you're a salesperson, if you, if you have a database, if you want to serve other people, there's really two fundamentals in, in order to do that. You have to stay on top of people's mind, right? It's something called your reticular activator. When you bought that last car, you see that car everywhere. You have to be that person that stays on top of your client's minds. And there's a couple ways to do that. You could send them recipe cards. You could send them goofy stuff in the mail. You could deliver tchotchkes to them. But the reality is our team and what you're hearing from charity is she's doing that. She's staying on top of their mind, but she's adding value to their life. Like she's that realtor that's adding value to their life. And now as a business owner, you just need to know how many connections do I need? How many introductions and connections do I need in order to run the business and have the life that I would like to do? And so if you're a business owner, make sure you hear that. Like if if you're, if you're an accountant, you're like, Oh, I know the secret to growing your business is to do a CPR class. Like if you don't have the heart to serve other people or to add value to somebody's life, it's never going to work. Charity has that. She's doing it big time. Charla's doing it big time. Before we wrap up, you mentioned relationships win. I'm noticing a theme in your life and I've known you for a while. Um, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to call you a friend, but I've noticed a couple things. Your family's really important to you. Growing up, there was a traumatic experience. It grew your family closer together. You were a successful athlete. You went to college fifth all-time leading score when you graduated. You've had success. You've, you've learned, and one of my favorite sayings is, you have to hate to lose more than you love to win. And so you take all of your back, everything that you've been through, and you bring it to today. I, I know one thing's for sure. You've kind of changed that mantra of hating to lose. You hate it when your clients lose. You are fighting for your clients. You are, you are the trusted advisor that people need in their lives. And I just want to say thank you 
for being on our team. Thank you for the commitment to being on our team. I feel like I'm the producer. I'm like the the music producer and I've got all these recording artists and my job is to help make them famous. Like if you join our team, my job is to help make you famous. Charity, you don't need any help. You don't need any help. You're doing big things. So I think winning starts with self-awareness, like knowing who you are and knowing what you want out of life. There's a lot of winning there. So I'd love to hear your answer. But I know we share, we call, I call her the, the mindset coach, uh, April Clemens, shout out to her. We, we share her as a coach. She helps me understand what winning looks like for me in my life. Um, but talk about winning in your life, you know, you know with, with your husband, your kids, you know, your career. What does winning look like for Charity Middleton? So, you know, I guess we'll go back to April's been great, by the way. She's so anybody out there that needs a little um, business coach in their life, we can get you her information. She's so wonderful. But, you know, winning, what does winning look like for me? I mean, I think it's, it's right. It's all different seasons. We just different seasons of life. So it's um, having those times when it's like everything is just flowing. We're all flowing in the right direction. Right. So, so my business, um, you know, I've got everything, in play and handled and, you know, Charla's helping me with all the details of things so that that allows me to be in the lane of family and kids and Carter, you know, Carter and Cooper and what they're doing and, you know, like having the ability to be there with them. And, you know, I coached Carter. I was able to actually coach him in basketball from like second grade to sixth grade, I think. That was great to do that. Being able to have the time to do that was so fun. So, um, being there for them, um, whether it's through sports or it's just through homework, it's through, you know, them having a girlfriend or whatever, and just being able to talk about some life with them, you know, and like, just really like being able to be in those moments with them. And then with Seth, it's like, you know, like where we both are on the same page with what we have going on, um, with the family and with his schedule and my schedule and, you know, that, but we're then able to go on a trip when we vacation or take the boys and go do something fun. And, you know, having those, having the ability to have the time to go and go on those vacations or go to the lake and have those memories that we're able to create with our boys. That stuff's pretty priceless. And so that really, that's, that's winning when all those things are flowing and we're able to feel like there's, there's some, uh, I don't know what the word is, but like, we're just, we're all, we're all going in the same direction and, and I'm able to be a part of all those areas and with the boys and with work and with Seth, it's just, we're all flowing in the right direction. Well, thank you for sharing that. You've been an example of, you know, how you can be a successful realtor, business person, mom, you know, you're you're an amazing leader to this team. You're you're one of the top producers in our city as a realtor. Um, So just keep up the good work. Uh, If you are a working mom, I encourage you to share this episode because I guarantee you're going to hear something or you have a friend who's going to hear something that they just needed at this moment. You know, like I said, let's go back through through charity real quick. You know, family's important, had a traumatic experience, was an amazing athlete. I mean, if there were 10 sports, you'd have been a 10-sport athlete. I don't think they have 10 sports for women. So charity's an amazing athlete, played college, top five all-time scorer, built a successful business, has a successful family, and balances. Doesn't feel like it most days, I'm sure, but she balances it. As we wrap up, I want to ask you the question. The kids say, send them their flowers. You've had this successful life. You have these great data database. You know, who's somebody you want to send some virtual flowers to? Oh my gosh. I feel like I wish I had a couple bouquets, you know, yeah. like groups. Yeah. And maybe I could pull some flowers out of Go each one. Lindsay, and- Lindsay brought the flower truck. Just do you. 
Oh, I mean, you're right. Like my family is a, I mean, it's just a big part of me and my story where I'm at. I mean, they've just always supported me, you know, and um, been there for me, believed in me, had my back. And, you know, I, that starts with my mom for sure. She's just has the biggest heart uh, to a fault sometimes, <laughs> but like would do anything, you know, for anybody that just came to her and asked. So um, definitely my mom, definitely my brother. My, my brother's just been um, such a huge piece of my puzzle when I was, when I was younger and, you know, really invested, um, invested in me and my sister when we needed him and he didn't have to do that. And so he, he gets a big bouquet. I mean, he really does. I mean, I was, like I said, I always had the shoes, you know, I was always geared up. I always had the things, but you know, one story about him, like that I do want to share, like I, I will say, he's just the guy, like he's like the unsung hero kind of guy. But like, um, I shared this story with you one time when I, we, our, our St. Francis women's basketball team were out at nationals and we had just won this big game. Like we were, in, we were, it took us into the final four. Um, and we had, I mean, the gym was packed. It was the most fans I've ever played in a gym in front of, I don't know, it was maybe like 8,000 people or something. And we had this section of our parents that were there and some of the nuns from St. Francis. And it was probably about 40, 40 people <laughs> of all the thousands of people that were there. But we were on the radio, you know, so everybody back home was listening and all of that. And it was, we won that game. It's so fun. And I just, I remember, I knew my brother was listening. And so I, you know, I made sure, like, I just really wanted to thank him in that moment and on the radio. He might have been the only one listening at that time, but I, he had shared with me, like, years later that, like, he heard that and he would, like, had to keep driving, like, to get the signal, you know, like, keep driving north or whatever to, like, get the signal or whatever. But, like, he heard that and I, that just made me feel so good. Like, I was able to give him some props. So, I'm doing it again, Greg. Thank you for everything. Um, but I would definitely say it's my family. So, my mom, my brother, my sister. And then all the coaches that have helped me along the way. I just had some really awesome people in my life. Um, so Coach Sheets, Coach Severson, Coach Patterson, big part. And I'll say you, Coach Brad, Coach Noel, you've been a big part of, of the journey and, and the growth. And you've always supported me and pushed me to be better and always like have this ability to see potential, like real potential in people when they don't they don't see it or understand it or have the confidence in it. And so that's something that you've continued to help me grow and know that, you know, like, go get it. Like you, you just, you legitimately want everyone on this team to succeed. And however that is, you know, it doesn't mean like through, like you mentioned before, it doesn't have to be the biggest year of production. It could be like the, the goal is different, like, you know, with your family or um, an investment property or, you know, like whatever it may be, like you're just a cheerleader for people and encourage and push. So thank you to you too. You get a flower. I receive, I receive it. <laughs> so thank you for listening to this show. Charity, thank you for being a guest today. Thank you, Brad. It was really fun. Glad you made me do it. I mean, I'm glad you had me on as a guest. <laughs> I've enjoyed it. It's really fun. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thanks everybody for the great reviews of this podcast. I love doing it. I love bringing people to you that feel like they have an average life that have lived above average. Charity's definitely living above average. 
She's a student of the game. She wants to continually grow. If you want to continually grow or you know somebody who wants to continually grow, share this podcast with them. Like it, write a review, help us out, help us get to more people and uh, hopefully we can impact and improve other people's lives. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Student of the Game podcast. Whatever game you are playing, I'm cheering for you. See you in the next class.